What is up, everybody? Good evening, Monday night. Special edition of Monday Night Ballers. Uh, we're going to bring in a couple of guests here in just a few seconds. As everybody gathers on, we're going to talk about the state tournaments get underway tomorrow. So welcome aboard. We appreciate you joining us tonight. I'm going to go ahead and bring in my two guests for this evening, and we are going to chop it up. Uh, as we get going here, feel free. If you have questions, you want your questions answered, uh, get them in the chat. We want to hear what you have to say. So I'm going to go ahead and bring in uh, Adam Peak, who's going to join me here on the live. And then I'm going to bring in high school state championship basketball. Super excited to have these two guys on the show tonight. Hopefully all goes well and we'll be able to pull them in here. There's Adam. What's up, buddy? Can you hear me? Did I do it? Am, yes. I, am I interneting? <laughs> you are on live. We just need to see if we can get Hector on here, too. So we sent him an invite. We'll see if he can uh, pop on here. I made it, Mom. Uh, Monday Mom. Night Ballers, special edition. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Sorry. I was just looking at uh, my Uncle Bob joined. What's up, Uncle Bob? <laughs> uh, you're going to be super bored uh, watching us talk about Utah high school <laughs> basketball, I'm sure. But right. uh, listen, Jordan, you mean you need to say something. It's the world champion Denver Nuggets. Oh, geez. Um, here we come in we and go. say they suck. <laughs> I'm just saying they uh, they are the defending world champions. Oh, well. yeah. Send an yeah. invite to Hector. We'll see if he... Uh, is able to jump on should be no problem hector if you're on there if you can't see the invite go ahead and invite me and i'll have to bring you on in here so um obviously a lot to talk about before we uh, get started in this obviously you were at the judge memorial morgan game on saturday 3a state tournament as well underway um some interesting matchups coming up but what did you see from judge on saturday they look good yeah yeah they uh, uh first of all hello everybody i'm adam <laughs> And I talk about basketball and packaging, um, mostly packaging on LinkedIn. But, yeah, so uh, I got to go check out the judge game. It was funny because – maybe not funny, but um, it's, a, it's a 1 p.m. start on a Saturday, and you're, and you're on the road, right? So it's like, hey, what's up, Hector? Yeah. What's up, guys? Getting it figured out. Hector Marquez from Prep Hoops, we appreciate you joining us. Obviously, Adam Pink from Utah High School Basketball Podcast. You want to check those guys out, uh, bringing a lot of content here to the state of Utah. So, Adam, tell me about that judge yeah, game. So, Obviously, at 1 p.m. start. So kind of they got out. Ahead. Yeah, so, uh, you know, judge got out, uh, you know, to a bit of a slow start, and a lot of that was just Morgan was making a bunch of shots. And uh, they played they played exceptionally well. You know, I'll give a shout-out to, uh, to Coach Sanyan. Um, he made some adjustments in the second quarter and the third quarter and, um, you know, switched up defenses a little bit, ran Aiden Saucedo, who was getting face guarded, ran him through some screen actions to free up some shooters. And, um, you know, Judge pulled away and, and took a 10-point lead in. So, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was a good game. You know, Judge has been playing well down the stretch. They won region. And uh, going into the state quarterfinals, they've got Emery, who's a two-seed. And um, going to be down in Richfield, which, by the way, the Fairfield Inn in Richfield, Utah. Do you see that? They're charging thirteen hundred bucks a night. <laughs> I'm like, come on, guys. Like, let's just 
Let's just calm down for one second. My rent when I first got married, which was 21 years ago, shout out to my wife who's amazing, was $700 a month to rent a two-bedroom apartment in Fort Collins. Can't be charging no $1,300 for a night in Richfield. Calm down. The Marriott anyway. Bonvoy points go by quickly when you're when you're trying to pay for a $1,300 hotel. Yeah, man. Me and me and the Best Western, we're going to be hanging out. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Marriott. I love it. Hector, you you, you followed JJ Pathgang, uh, his, his career. You, you spent some time with him. What makes him such a special talent? I think that one of the biggest things that he possesses is um, that quick first step. Um, his wingspan is pretty impressive. And so when he does put that ball out in front and gets that step on you, it's just really hard for defenders to keep up. And so when he does use that physicality to kind of cut them off, um, it usually results into an and one or just an easy finish. And, um, you know, over the years, his athleticism has increased. But, you know, when, when, when he's on, man, he's just a tough stop. He's a tough Yeah. He's a tough cover. And, I, and I've been telling people the whole year, I mean, obviously, I don't think people realize – Judges' schedule was not cupcakes. They were playing Weaver. They played Orem. Uh, they they lined up that schedule for this very reason. So if you look at their schedule coming into the state tournament, you're like, oh, these these guys aren't that good. But uh, they're showing everybody that they can play. Obviously, they got a tough game coming up with Emory. Same side of the bracket there. Let's go through these real quick. Ogden uh, is going to play Union. That sets up an Ogden versus Emory or Ogden versus Judge uh, semifinal, which is a good one. Then obviously on the other side, you got South Summit. Uh, versus American Heritage and Manti taking on Richfield. So a region matchup there uh, as well. So a uh, big fan of the Ogden Tigers. They haven't been good since Buddy Ravel was fighting at the, the 3 o'clock high movie, but 30 years ago, 25 years ago. So I don't understand. I, I don't understand your uh, Utah references past about 2017. So anything pre-2018, 2017, I got, I got nothing for it's you. A movie. So, it's sorry. Well, 3 o'clock high. And it was filmed at Ogden High School. You got to go check it out. It's actually, it's, it's a pretty good movie. Y'all actually like that. That's AJ, I moved, I, myself, moved here. I moved here from Colorado. And uh, I hate to, but 3 o'clock high means something <laughs> different in in Colorado these days. <laughs> yeah, so you know. yeah. we'll, we'll move on, right? Sorry, are those let's, jokes let's not allowed? The... I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, Utah ballers. I apologize. <laughs> let's, jump uh, into the, uh, let's jump into the 4A bracket, you guys. Uh, we'll just go 4A, 5A, 6A here. Um, obviously, the, the the talk of the town over the last month is LCA versus Dixie. I've been calling it the Dixie Invitational all season long. Don't know if that was fair to everybody else, but uh, Hector, we'll start with you. Did the RPI get it right, having Ridgeline, LCA, Dixie, Cottonwood, all with the capabilities of meeting up in that Final Four? I, I think that the 4A bracket was probably the most accurate when it comes to the seating. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Dixie is really good. Um, Cottonwood is different. I know Chris Cox has 10 games under his belt with them. Um, you know, LCA, you know, kind of, they speak for themselves. They got a lot of guys on that team. Um, the, the other teams that I think we're really not talking about is that Murray team. Mm. Murray is scary. I mean, Q, you know, Quentin Chrisman, he is as shifty as, as they come. And, you know, he's little. And, he and tore up Highland, right? I mean, Murray's he, got a Highland win under their belt, and he was huge in that game. 
Yeah, I got to see Murray play quite a few times, and, and they just got 20 guards that they can just throw in there that can get you, you know, um, Isaiah Bay is really good. Mm -hmm. um, but it's almost like it's another guy's turn every game, and that's what kind of makes them tough to beat. Uh, I mean, Provo, I, I know you've talked about Provo before, AJ. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Jason Carter is a big-time sleeper for oh. the next level. Oh my gosh! I, I don't, I don't know if he's a D one guy yet. He hasn't proven that level, um, but he's a guy that you can take at the next level and build. Um, and they obviously got Aaron Castagnetto over there, who's a stud. Um, and then you got Logan. I mean, you know, Jordan Child over at Logan. He is, he's playing angry. It seems like I, I think Logan has been disrespected for the past few years and. I think I think Jordan's just done with it, um, but yeah, I mean Ridgeline's good. You got Carson Cox, Jagger Frankum. I feel like they they're like fifth year seniors. It seems like, um, you know, who wants to play against Owen Mackey? I mean, no one's trying to get on a poster. Um, who else you got? I mean, Desert Hills. Um, what is it, Eli? Is it Eli Allred Eli over Allred. there? Yeah, he's been um, balling. Um, I mean, Green Canyon, didn't they beat LCA earlier? Than yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to get – I mean, if you get Jared Anderson on the wrong night, I mean, he's going to drop 30. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you got Mountain View. I think people are forgetting about Mountain View. I think you have not seen the best out of Mountain View. Um, you know, Bryce Mella and was Connor Fairbanks. I mean, they got, they got some guys over there. Um, so, I mean, Dixie is not immortal. Um, I, I think they they have some excellent players. Mm -hmm. um, I honestly think the key to Dixie winning it all is not Kyle Lemke or Jordan Roberts because they're going to do their thing. But I think it's 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 Breck and Robinson. Mm -hmm. And every close game, he is usually the second or third leading scorer. Mm -hmm. And so, so I don't know. I think it's going to be very entertaining. Um, you know, Dixie is obviously the favorite. They got a bullseye on their back. But, I mean, what year does Dixie not have a bullseye on their back? Yeah. I mean, they obviously, they're, they're, they're looking at a, a matchup coming up, a repeat of, I believe, last week with Desert Hills, if Desert Hills can get by Jordan. Just kind of a side note here. Um, I saw somebody posted today the amount of miles that some of these teams have to drive to get down to St. George. Granted, the weather is probably a lot nicer than it is up here, but when you're driving 300-plus miles to play a basketball game, that's not going to be easy. But, guys, let's let's back up for just two seconds because, uh, Hector, you talked about Murray. Murray's looking at a, a second-round game of Provo versus Park City. As much as I love my guys up on the hill, I think Provo's going to move on there, right? Uh, obviously, Provo presents some challenges, but then say Murray gets by Provo and they're playing a team – likely Leighton Christian, how are they going to match up with the Tyron Joneses, with the Alan Gabalus? Those guys are just big, 6'9 for Tyron, 6'7, I don't know what Alan weighs, probably 260. Uh, how do you match up with those guys if you're Murray and and try and keep that, that game, you know, within reach? I I think, uh, sorry, I, I think that, uh, you. I, and I've talked to you guys about this before, like I like to think in terms of probability, you know, and I think we all are are speaking in probability, right? So this is just how my dumb brain works, um, which is to your point, right? I think if it's a seven game series, I, I think I think LCA, you know, probably 
probably wins, you know, four of the seven games, maybe in, you know, five or six, but this isn't, you know, to your point, right? This is a single elimination tournament. I brought this up multiple times. Um, I still think uh, that I, I think that Murray is going to struggle to contain Tyron and Alon. Um, I really, they're, they're just a load. And it's especially, again, it cuts the other way, right? In a, in a single elimination tournament, you got to play, I think, Murray has to play a perfect or a close to perfect game. And I think LCA has got to play an average game. But if you talk to Coach Stanley, he'll tell you LCA is perfectly capable of playing an average game. You know, they've they, they haven't they haven't exactly, you know, just just strolled through everyone. I mean, they lost to they lost to uh, Provo. They lost to Green Canyon. I'm sure I'll miss some teams, but I, I would I would bet on LCA over Murray if somebody made me bet. But. Um, I think Murray or Provo, for that matter, uh, either one of those teams. Clearly, Provo's already shown it's capable, yeah. and um, that would be round three. That 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 series is tied up one to one with two very close games. Both of them were were good games. Yeah, uh, I'll say this: Murray doesn't have to change the way they play. Mm. They're playing the same way, and they'll always play the same way. Where other teams have to adjust to mm. them, and I think adjusting on the fly is a very difficult thing to do and you know one of the things that I've noticed you know through my years is if you get the other team to change their defense they're already on the ropes and you could take them um, Murray's obviously going to spread them out um, if you look at stats uh, LC has got two guys that are dangerous from three mm-hmm. Murray has, has everybody on the dang floor that's dangerous from three you know um, Coach Workman does a fantastic job. If Murray upsets Lane Christian, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I mean, yeah, LCA is big, but I mean, who has Murray been bigger than right. this year? So, yeah, but it's an upset, though. To your point, right? Like, not just from the seeding, but like the my point would be like the expectation would be LCA is going to come out of that side of the bracket, but it's not impossible to think. I mean, c- candidly though you look through this whole bracket and it's the same with 5a and 6a i think as well right like there's a lot of matchups where you're like is you know if let's say mountain crest gets gets by payson would we be surprised if they beat logan i mean you go look at their schedule they had they had a load of i think they played a triple overtime game against logan Mm -hmm. you know so well that's i mean guys that's that's assuming that Leighton Christian will even be there, right? Because I, I promise you, you know, you mentioned Castaneto. I guarantee you those guys want every bit of Leighton Christian Correct. for round three, especially after what happened. And I made a big deal about it, rightfully so, in my mind, about what happened down there at, at, at the Provo game with LCA. Um, a lot of craziness going on there. But I promise you that one will be worth breaking out the popcorn bucket. Uh, that second can I give, round can I give my hot take Please. to you, though? Can I give my hot take here? Please. My, I don't know if it's a hot take or not, because I think LCA is an underdog number one seed. You know, I think wow. if, if you were to, when I say that, I mean, the the talk of 4A has been Dixie for the most part. And, and LCA got the one seed in the RPI, which is a whole other conversation about how the RPI is set up. Um, but that we can save that one for another one of these fantastic Instagram live sessions. Um, I think LCA is going to take the what happened down in Provo. I think they're going to take this stupid, dumb petition, whatever that was. Um, I hope that nothing happened with that. I'm assuming it didn't because they're in the bracket. It's like they're playing. 
Yeah. And <laughs> I think I think that you just need a little bit of motivation and some talent and good coaching. And I think LCA, my prediction would be that LCA is going to win the state champion in 4A. I think they're going to take it. That's my, that's my, I don't know if it's a hot take or not because they're the one seed, but it feels like, a, like a bit of a hot take. You guys know I've been, I've been, uh, I've seen LCA play a couple times. Um, I've seen Tyron play a bunch from last year with Congo. And I, I think you just need a little motivation and a guy gets hot at the right time. They've already won some tournaments. Um, and Tyron has shown up big in those tournaments. And that's my maybe not so hot take, hot take. <laughs> Hector, talk to us about Cottonwood. You mentioned Chris, uh, obviously coming back, and they've been rolling ever since he's been back in the lineup. The thing that I, I've noticed with Cottonwood is is that Chris will have a 10-point game, a 12-point game, and then he breaks out for a 28-point game. I was talking to some of my uh, people up there in Bear River, and they were kind of scouting ahead a little bit, uh, asking, you know, how do you defend him? How do, how do these teams in four – because he's a Division One talent. Right. I mean, he, there's not many kids outside of, you know, you know, there's some of these teams where there's some scattered uh, college guys in there. But Chris is going to pose some problems. Does Cottonwood have enough to get to Dixie, assuming Dixie makes it that far as well and ultimately move on past Dixie? Do you think they have the juice there? Um, I, I mean, I don't want to come on here and hate on any teams no. or any players. I, I actually ran into Chris Cox um, on Sunday. He was getting some shots up at my gym and even last week. Um, but Cottonwood has a few guys that people don't talk about. We always hear about Cox and Rosevere. Yeah. But Peter, um, I, 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 I hope I don't say his name wrong, o Oguama, Oguana mm -hmm. or something like that. He's tough. And he can guard taller guys because mm -hmm. he's pretty strong. And then you got Luke Park. Um, so, point guard, yeah. so they have the guys, but how many perfect games do you need to play in order to get all the way? And if you have to play two or three perfect games to win the whole thing, like that's just not a realistic thing for these, you know, teenagers yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, um, it comes down to luck, you know, like all the yep. talent in the world, but luck is what's going to get you to the state final um conwood has has the horses to kind of get there um i just i just don't think that i mean dixie's too good in my opinion i mean i i'm already envisioning kyle lemke going like this <laughs> holding <a trophy>. um <laughs> so, so let's, but let's do this you guys let's let's wrap up 4a here give me your final four give me your final two and who's cutting it down? I can give you mine because it's probably the least impressive because Hector's like recall of humans who are playing. I'm like clicking through things. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, who is this guy? Um, you guys have been living and breathing this for a while. I just am running this dumb podcast. Uh, I got Cottonwood. I got LCA. Uh, it was tough for me. Um, my, I, I think Crimson Cliffs might, might be able to surprise some people in, in beat greed canyon but i got ridgeline coming out of that one yeah. and then dixie um and then lca uh versus dixie which i think is not a very like if I, it's just like a march madness thing people are like come on like fine but i agree i just think that those are the two best teams and um i got lca with the upset even though they're the they're wow. the top seed 
Hector, who you yeah. got? I got uh, Cottonwood, Dixie, Ridgeline, and LCA. Okay. We all we all agree then. All four uh, all four teams. Who do you got in the, ch in the championship? Um, I think it's gonna be LCA. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, LCA. I think it's gonna be LCA Dixie. Yeah. You're gonna get um, all the small schools turn into transformers, and they're all gonna be rooting for for Dixie. And I, I've been there before. You know, when I was over at Summit Academy, people don't like the small school. The small towns don't like any of the private or charter schools. It is what mm -hmm. it is. They've been trying to get about get rid of LCA since Bobby Porter was like probably in his 60s. <laughs> uh, it's just not going to happen. It's the Utah High School Association's thing. It's not their thing. Yep. They always put the play up, but the Utah High School Association doesn't let them. So just live with it. If they beat you, they beat you. If you beat them, they're going to be fine too. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and, and so let's not let's not uh, gloss over the fact that these are kids, right? And I, yeah. we've all heard a lot of stuff, right? We've heard about the petition, and and uh, we've heard about all the stuff. And I've talked to some of the LCA kids about their experience this year, uh, which I mean, obviously, if it's true and you give that this is their reality, I mean, it's it's unfortunate, right? You know, um, to Hector Hector's point, it's the UHSAA. Uh, that is putting them where they're at, and they're going to be fine one way or the other. Um, if they were a 500 ball club, I don't think there would be nearly as as, as much brouhaha going on. Uh, but they're really good this year. They've got two kids. And I promise you, if you don't get them this year, good luck next year <laughs> when, Tyron and Al, when Tyron Allen are seniors. But I got the same four in there. Uh, I got LCA and Dixie in that final game. I've been calling up the Dixie invite all season long. I just think execution-wise – They'll be able to handle the, the press that LCA is going to throw on them. I think they'll be able to handle the height. Uh, I think Dixie will get that done. And uh, they've, they've had a great, great run this season. Let's move on to 5A, you guys. Um, obviously, you got uh, a ton of very, very interesting matchups uh, in the first round tomorrow. Um, super excited, obviously. You know, I'm biased, of course, my Woods Cross kids. We don't even need to talk about them. But if you look through that first round, just kind of go through these real quick. Wasatch and Box Elder, I think that's a good one. Uh, up at Wasatch, um, obviously Elijah Kersey's having a great year. Isaacson's going to be a problem for Wasatch. Uh, West Jordan and Hunter. You got East and Roy. I love Roy. Roy is super undersized, but they are scrappy. Uh, yep. Tough squad right there. Juan Diego Clearfield. Let me just go through these real quick. Cedar Valley and Bonneville. Bollinger is going to muck that game up. You know it's going to be it's going to be a, a, a crazy uh, close game. Cedar Valley obviously has got a huge size advantage against those guys. Maple Mountain and Viewmont is very similar as well. Uh, Woods Cross, a 23 seed that's probably playing some of the best basketball out of, you know, a lot of those teams right now. They've won five out of the last six, five out of the last seven. So uh, Northridge and Salem Hills, another good one. So if you look at these first-round games, you guys, what's one that kind of catches your eye? What are you watching for tomorrow? I'll go. I, I, I'm, I'm, pulling for your, I'm pulling for your boy. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Etai, but uh... – um, I, I like a, I like a good underdog story. I like you know Woods Cross obviously was you know it better than I do, but just following them along because you know I, I respect you and uh, Hunter and AJ get to work out a little bit with Cena and it's been cool to see their run that they went on. So um, it it may not be the most intriguing game. I'll tell you what though, whoever wins that game and I'm not going to go ahead to Springville, but 
Springville is both tough and a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde. And they better they better not over they better not be scouting Olympus quite yet because <laughs> I think either Skyline or Woods Cross, you you catch you catch Skyline and one of, or you catch Springville in one of those days. So um, again, that, yeah, I'll talk I'll talk about him for a while. Hunter Jackson's playing out of his mind, I like it. and um, it's uh, and and I didn't he's, pay, he's my guy I didn't Bryson. Hey, Bryson. I didn't even know Bryson. what you were talking about. My guy Bryson Watson from the from the next uh, the next fifty. I was watching him play. I was like, holy. Crap! This kid can. He's like Clay Thompson. He dribbled like four times and scored fifty points. Uh, so anyway, there's a. Uh, there you go, Hector. You you go for it. Just to add to what you're saying, I was actually at that uh, Bountiful Woods Cross game, and uh, Hunter did have an excellent game. Um, they had that that really buff kid. What's ben, his name? Uh, ben Smith Meekum. Ben Smith. Jeez, that kid is out there. I don't know how much creatine he took before the <laughs> folks. He was all over the dang floor. Um, that Poulton kid played really well. I, I, I think they're, they're starting to learn how to play together the right time. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? They're going to uh, – but the game that I'm kind of more intrigued about is uh, Salem Hills and Northridge. Mm -hmm. The fighting – the Graffin Reeds, holy smoke. Um, I, I would not be surprised if he drops a 50-piece a 50 piece, um and loses. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, Salem Hills, I mean, Northridge, that should be a fun game. Hopefully they score a ton of points. Yeah. But the, the, the one player I'm going to, I'm going to bring up in that game, Hector, uh, that you're going to want to keep an eye on is Bentley Whittier because he struggled the last couple of games. Um, obviously they, you know, he was the focal point of that Northridge offense. Uh, I look for him to have a big game against Salem. I watched Salem Hills game, um, uh, obviously scouting ahead. I was uh, anyway for Springville a little bit, and I watched the 42-point game that DeGraffenry had. I think that Whittier is going to get big numbers tomorrow. And he, he torched Judge. That, he torched oh, Judge. Whittier did. He, he can he play. Put, he can yeah, play. He, can, he can go. He, yeah. he can play. And then you got the, you know some guys that are alongside him that can really shoot the rock, too. Um, Northridge, that's a great game. I mean, that's a great pick. That's probably the one game that outside of the one that obviously I'm invested in uh, that you look at it and say, yeah, that's, a, that's a good one. Um, the thing with Chase, though, Chase could put any one of these teams out, mm -hmm. yep. right? I mean, he could be, he could go off and put anyway. I mean, they, looking ahead, if they get to Olympus, uh, I mean, so that's a, that's a dangerous game tomorrow. It's going to be important to, to see who moves on out of that one. Fox Elder Wasatch, you guys. Talk about Sam Lynn. He's probably one of the most underrated kids in the state, but he's had some big yep. games this year for Wasatch, uh, and they've surprised a lot of teams. But then you got a Box Elder team that's been all over the place. They were hot early in region, kind of tapered off a little bit, but Elijah Kersey having a great senior year, hit 1,000 points. Um, Isaacson is playing well. Uh, you got Wilkinson out there shooting the three well. So that game is one that I've, I've got my eye on because I think that one's very closely matched. Yeah, I don't think the seeding kind of matches up um, in that game. I think they're pretty evenly matched. Uh, I, I've had the chance to watch Sam play uh, quite a bit, and um, he turned in—he turned from a shooter to like just a good all-around player that's uh, gone strong. Um, I I like Elijah Kersey. He's just—I don't know—his motor is just really good. Um, I, I know he's very right-hand dominant, mm -hmm. 
but even when you know where he's going, like he gets there, like he had, he had a battle with Hunter. Um, you know, I tuned into that one a little bit. Yeah. Um, that was a great game. It was, was a good game. Um, but I, I don't know. I'll, I'll go box elder on that one. Mm. I, I just, I don't know. Elijah Kirsty's pretty tough. And I think I, I haven't. I think Isaacson is going to cause some problems for for Wasatch. Um, you know, obviously Lynn and those guys. I mean, he's he's a big body inside. Uh, if he stays inside, doesn't float out there shooting the threes. And I love the Roland Hall guys asking me not to call him the flying cats. I was going to say, <laughs> what's what's Zach doing? The wing lions, right? We're sticking on five A right now. The, the uh, wing and lion. By the way, did you know? Uh, there's my my sister went to Point Loma Nazarene, and they're the sea lions, which is a lion that's like emerging from the sea. It's not like the sea lion animal. It always made me laugh. Um, that game's at Wasatch, though, right? Yes. I mean, emotions get going if they if they get if they get enough people out there and they can get it's. I think we just sometimes we just forget like winning at someone's place is it, it is not easy and especially if it's a playoff game and you know you you get you get in someone's ear or something like that. Um, I'll I'll take Wasatch in that game um, over Box Elder, but. Uh, I, I like Sam a lot. I like JJ. Uh, did you say his name? Seer or Siri? I don't remember, yeah. but he's long. He's got a couple of game winners, I think, this year. Um, can handle it a little bit. So I'll uh, I'll go with I'll go with Wasatch. And e and again, just kind of like with Springville, uh, Timview better not be looking at Orem because their Wasatch or Box Elder is gonna gonna come in and uh, they're gonna. They're going to have something to say, I think, about about that game. Wasatch gets crazy up there. Is that what someone said in the comments? All right. Well, by the way, I posted something once. Uh, I don't remember. I think it was on. It was probably on Instagram um, about a game. I was watching Wasatch play, and and my sister Kristen, I love you. She's like, "That's not Wasatch." I'm like, "That's because you just cover Wasatch Academy. This is a different Wasatch High School." <laughs> I know, I know that that is not John Mobley playing. <laughs> I love it. Looking ahead to the second round, um, obviously, you know, and I just invited the Bountiful coach on there, see if he pulls up, uh, if he comes on, we'll chat with him. But uh, you got Cedar Valley, Bonneville winner playing Bountiful. Cedar Valley, if they can get by Bonneville, which I think they will, uh, that's a rematch of an earlier uh, game that was, uh, I think it was around Christmas or New Year's. Owen Bodden did not play in that game, and it was close. It was down to the wire at Bountiful. I think Bountiful is playing better than they were at that time. Um, but obviously that game is intriguing. And then obviously if you look a little bit ahead of that one, a Bountiful Highland quarterfinal matchup is something that I'm really That's, looking forward to. That'd be a fun game. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been able to watch both of those teams play. You know, Judge played uh, Judge played at Bountiful. I had uh, Coach Coach G was on my podcast. And, um, you know, I, I've known the Drizzums now for a few years and been able to watch Highland play a little bit. Um, I, I do think that that's a really intriguing matchup um, for sure. If it gets there, obviously, you know, we're, we're looking ahead. And like Hector said, we're not trying to disparage or like talk down, but we're just, you know, like take it from a motivation, right? If, if you're Viewmont and or Maple Mountain, you're just like, why are you just talking? Okay. Then take it as some motivation guys, just go, go for it. But um, if in fact we do get a bountiful Highland game in the, in the uh, quarter quarterfinals, yep. yeah. Quarterfinals. Um, I, I would, again, similar to what I said in 4A with, like, LCA and Murray, 
I would take Highland. It would not surprise me if Bountiful gets hot. They've got good guard play. Um, who's the kid for the Mountain Stars? Uh, Heath, yeah. uh, the point guard. They got uh, Dose Do Smith yeah. out there. There's like uh, four four Smiths on the team. I feel like it's it's like between the Smiths and the Dangs. When Bountiful and Judge played, you could uh, you could put like a the Smiths versus the Dangs out there on the court. Um, and then the big kid, um, number oh, eleven, the lefty. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a load. Uh, but Highland also is big. Also has good guard play. They can all shoot it. Um, so if both teams are playing well, I think Highland wins. But if uh, if Bountiful gets hot at the right times, and you know, I, I think I think Highland is is capable of not winning that game. I'll say that. Um, but go ahead, Hector. You tell me about some player I've never heard of, and uh, and what they were like in eighth grade, and then. Uh, <laughs> Hector, what uh, what quarterfinal matchups would do you want to see? What, what would be intriguing to you? And I looking at my bracket that I filled out. I got a Tim Bior matchup. Uh, Highland Bountiful, Alta Brighton. Which one stands out to you that you're like, okay, this is going to be good if we get there? I, I mean, I would. I mean, I, I just want to see Olympus, Olympus, uh, Springville, probably. Mm -hmm. Just to go with something you guys haven't talked about. Um, you know, Springville is playing a different brand of basketball right now. Um, they've inserted a Swift Hall. Uh, into the lineup, and he's, he's playing very well. I think he's meshing good with some of those other guys, but, um, you know, I'm curious what Olympus is going to do with Jamin. Mm. Uh, um, he is just tough. Um, but Olympus doesn't care who they play, how big you are. You know, they will slay anybody. <laughs> um, I would say... And, and Dutch is a problem. Dutch is... I, I think he would cause so many problems for anybody on that side of their bracket. He would. And, and I mean, Dutch and Jordy will just shoot from NBA range and it just throws your defensive, like usually don't guard people out there and then you have to, and then, then you have reef kind of on the Island. And, and that's why you score so many buckets as you're, you're focusing on, you know, Jordy Barnes and Dutch uh, Dowdell that, you know, reef gets some good buckets here and there and, I think he's their second leading scorer right mm -hmm. now. Um, but that, that that would be a very interesting matchup. Um, I don't know how many fouls Olympus is willing to sub in because they go like seven deep. <laughs> so that, that's a good one. I mean, I'm sure Alta Brighton would be good. I think Alta will, will you know, want that game back where, you know, Ace wasn't effective and, and Jackson was sick. Um, but I don't know, at the end of the day, I think it's going to be Olympus Alta. Um, no disrespect to anybody. You know, I, I think Bountiful and Highland are, are very capable. I would not be surprised. Um, I, I don't think there's been very many players um, out there that can guard like a Drizzum. Yeah. You know, maybe just Ace Riser and Jordy Barnes. Um, but I just, Alta and Olympus, I don't know. That's a coin flip. Adam, who do you got in that final four? Yeah, so I've got, uh, let's see, I got Orem, I got Alta, I got Highland, and I've got Olympus. I did want to say, though, about that Olympus-Springville game, 
Um, I've been really impressed with Mason Hansen this year. Uh, he's really turned himself into, um, I think you're talking about Sam Lind, kind of transitioned from just like a shooter into a scorer. You know, Mason's really done a great job at, at making that transition from his freshman to his sophomore year. So I just want to give him a quick shout out. Um, I agree, though. I think it'll be too much. Uh, I think Olympus is going to get in there. Um, I, the If we see Tempview Orem, I think that's going to be a tough game. Um, I've got Alta, and I, I went back and forth on this um, because – you know, Highland beat Olympus at Highland. Olympus beat Highland at Olympus. It's a neutral site. Mm. Um, you're playing in. It's in. Where Where are these playing? What is What is U O F U? Where is this being played at? U-U. Oh, it's the University of Utah. <laughs> U of U. <laughs> Go Nuggets. Um, <laughs> U O F U. I'm such an idiot. Uh, it literally just says U O F U. Um, I'll go with some Drizzdom magic back at uh, back at the U of U, and uh, Highland uh, gets the the opportunity to uh, have a close game in the championship and lose to Alta. That's what I, I I got Alta over Highland. Interesting. I love it. So I'm a little bit different than you guys. Uh, I've got I've got Tintview uh, beating Orem. Uh, what a matchup. I mean, the last one came down to big Mason Ford three. I mean, that was a, a crazy matchup. I, I've said this for the last year and a half about, about Dean Rooker. He is capable of putting any team on his back and making mm-hmm. a deep run. Like, he's so tough. Such a tough matchup. Obviously, Orm has a lot of guys that can defend. Jax Allen, uh, they got good shooting. Um, I just I like Tim View. Um, they've kind of been under the radar, even though they've been there. Um, I like Alta, obviously. It's, it's amazing how many people have written Alta off after, you know, Ace hurts his ankle and Jackson gets sick, and all of a sudden they're not good anymore. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing here, guys? Um, I, I have Olympus. I had Olympus and Alta in the championship game uh, prior to this, uh, if you remember right, Adam. Um, yep. I'm going to go with Bountiful making a run to that Final Four. I've seen them play probably five times this year. I think that the coaching staff there, uh, Supina, has those guys believing. I think they'll play better than maybe than than they are. Um, you know, I think they're ready for for what's coming. And Carson Smith, and we haven't really talked a lot about him, but that kid is playing excellent basketball. He'll be the region player of the year. He's had a fantastic season. Um, I think he'll be region player of the year, obviously. But uh, the thing about those guys is that you get a guy like Charlie Smith. I saw it the other night. You give him an inch, and it's just cash. Like, mm-hmm. it's gone. Um, Carson Smith can shoot it. They have uh, the, the Heath kid. If Heath is in the 15 to 18-point range, they're really tough to beat, right? Yep. Um, Woods Cross did a great job of keeping Heath kind of at bay, and lo and behold, they were in the game, right, the whole way. Um, I like Bountiful. Falatau adds the a, – we, we weren't even sure if he's going to play this year. Um, and, obviously, he's added a ton – uh, to what they do, very athletic, can help with the rebounding. Uh, Hi- I love Highland, though. Highland's tough. I- I'm a big Drisdom guy myself. Uh, but I got Alta and Olympus in that final game. And I don't know who's going to win that one. I haven't decided yet. I'll come back to that later. <laughs> I just, There's so much to be said about championship medal, and they both have it, right? Uh, you've got you've got freaking Dutch and Jordy, and there's a, it doesn't matter who they play. They will just – I mean, I was watching tape of the Alta – or, excuse me, the Olympus – uh, Highland, or no, Olympus and Skyline game from, I think it was Friday, within the first three minutes, Dutch had like five threes, and they were just blowing the door. I mean, they were just, they 
they just come at you so fast. Um, man, no, that's some good matchups there. I love that. Let's jump to 6A, you guys. Uh, obviously, uh, this bracket is very interesting. When it first came out, obviously, uh, the side that stood out the most was the, the side up there that has Corner Canyon, Pleasant Grove, uh, and then you got Bingham and American Fork playing in that first round. And then as you get through those, on the on the bottom side of there, you got Layton and Farmington and Weber all on the same side. You so got region you one. Out of that side of the bracket, congratulations, Layton, on going, you know, 20 and one or 23, whatever it was. Here's your reward. What do you guys see in that half of that 6A bracket? How do you, how do you, I mean, obviously the RPI, I think, I think there's got to be some common sense to that, right? Uh, I can't imagine a corner American Fork and Layton all on the same side makes a whole lot of sense to me, at least. What do you guys think? I I think for Layton, it's uh, or can I say Layton? What is up with Utah and just like Cottonwood? It's L A Y D I N. Like, yeah, exactly. Layton. Layton. Uh, there, there's an old adage in basketball. It's it's hard to beat a team three times in. And, you know, that, that Farmington-Weaver game is going to be a dogfight for sure. Um, and whoever emerges from that one, Leighton has played that team twice already and had close games with them both. And now you're at a, you know, you're at a, where, what's U-O-F? You know, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you're at, you're again, you're at a, a neutral yep. site. And... Leighton just has to be like, what What did we do? What did we do wrong to deserve having to go out and play another region team if they, you know, assuming that they get by either Copper Hills or Syracuse. Um, they could play Syracuse who they've already played who twice. Who they've already played twice too, yeah. So you you have to basically go back through region <laughs> just for the privilege of playing one of American Fork, Corner Canyon, you know, if, if a Bingham or Pleasant Grove comes, I mean, and I'm not even writing those guys off. Those are four tough teams. And and then you have, so you have to get through your region again, essentially. And then you have to play the winner of that bracket. Whew. That was a, that's a tough break for Leighton. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Hector, what do you think about that Farmington-Weaver game? Obviously, Malachi Spencer uh, missed the last game this last week with a concussion. I assume that he'll be back and ready to go. Uh, I believe by Friday it is so uh, twenty. Yeah, so by Friday. I mean, obviously that's a that's a great matchup. You got Hunter Skank, you got Jordan, you got Malachi on one side. I watched Farmington take down Davis at Davis. Uh, Paul Beatty played excellent. Uh, the guard line played excellent for Farmington. What do you see in that game? That one's a tough one. I mean, I think it's going to come down to defense uh, with that one. I think if Paul um, can stay out of foul trouble. They can use him as like that hybrid defender. I know they put him on guard sometimes because he can really move laterally, and um, he does bother uh, bother you with that length because he doesn't have to play as close to you as like a normal guard that's not six nine. Um, and then he's playing so far back off of you that you can't really get into the lane, mm -hmm. swing the ball over, and then he's a really good help help side defender. Um, I. <laughs> That one's, that one's tough. It's kind of hard to go against Hunter because I don't think he's had that crazy game that he had last year where he, he had so many crazy games. And I know he's he's got a, a few more weapons this year, mm -hmm. um, but I could see him just taking over 
And the question is going to be what Farmington guard can hang with him. So, Paul, I love, love you, but man, I, I, can't, go? I can't go. <laughs> Hunter and, 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 and Spencer are just too good. And it's at, I, it's at Weber too. I mean, again, going back to the comment about Wasatch and Box Elder, it's, it's a home game. Yeah, so. yeah. for sure. Yeah, so, so I think Weber advances. Um, <clears throat> you know, Layton is not crying right now. They don't care who the heck they play. Never had a chance to coach KJ, but he's a really, really good kid. Um, how can you bet against David Katoa? Not only the best two-way player in the state, but the nicest kid mm -hmm. ever. And big shout out to Makai, you know, committed to snow today. Yes, he did. Um, Layton's up for the challenge. I know Coach Miller, he's like, it is what it is. Let's just prove everybody wrong and go win this thing. So I have them coming out of that bracket. Love it. Regardless. Let's talk about the top half there, you guys. Assuming Corner Canyon gets by Pleasant Grove, which Pleasant Grove is capable. Uh, but let's let's assume they get there. Bingham and American Fork is going to be a good one. I, I'm not selling Bingham short. Obviously, Luke West has had a phenomenal season. But let's mm -hmm. let's assume that we're on status quo here, and you got a Corner Canyon, American Fork matchup. Uh, I was message. I got a message today uh, that said whoever wins by one of the players on one of those two teams that says whoever wins this game is going to win six A. What are your guys' thoughts on a potential matchup with Corner Canyon and American Thank Fork? You. I think Cooper Lewis has something to say about that entire conversation. Um, <laughs> among other along people, with, obviously. Amongst, amongst, uh, amongst other people. But, um, I, I mean, I think Corner Canyon is, is, is probably the, you know, quote, the, I keep saying like the betting favorite. I really don't bet. I don't have a gambling problem. I've never actually, like, I've bet on sports one time in my entire life. So, but, you know, I'm just kind of using that as an example. They, they have you know, arguably the best player in the state, regardless of any, I mean, Wasatch, Utah Prep, mm -hmm. any of them, right? Like Brody is, and, and he's played enough to be gelling back with the team. Um, you know, Noah and Darrell and Brighton are, I, I, it's hard. It's hard to say that Corner Canyon is going to lose. Mm -hmm. um, but if, if someone is going to beat them, I think American Fork, who, you know, we got, I think, the, did all three of us, were we all at the, um, so did the American Fork Sunrise Christian game, um, where they just, you know, beat the snot out of a nationally ranked team. Um, I mean, I think I think American Fork is, is a team that, it, again, it would not be a surprising win if American Fork beat Corner Canyon to come out of that that part of the bracket, I don't think at all. But I, but Hector, what do you think? About but, that? but I've got Corner Canyon winning. It's, it's... <laughs> Hector, what do you think about that 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 matchup? Obviously, from from my perspective, uh, the last few games. If you look at American Fork, they've been rolling quietly, rolling right. Um, Blake Rawson getting his groove, finding that flow. Obviously, it seems like they're going a little bit more inside out. Um, you know, whereas early on it was more Shepard, it was more Cuff. You know, leading the way in scoring. So. Uh, I think that they're operating differently than maybe they were early on, even when they were good. But, uh, you know, what challenges does an AF team pose to Corner Canyon, Hector, and, and how do you see that one playing out? I think that one of the biggest um, aspects of that game is 
is what Blake Rawson can do to their bigs. Um, Blake is a throwback player. Um, he's going to take some charges. He's going to get in your head. And, you know, you know what happens when, you know, Darrell gets a couple of early fouls or what, and then, you know, then Brody has to guard, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just, Corner Canyon's got too many guys this year. I mean, <laughs> Noah, Noah Bendinger is just, he's just starting to kind of get back. You, you got Bright and who is an excellent point guard, but he's shooting the ball well. Yeah. I mean, you know, is it Taylor Furrow? He, he's kind of like the unsung guy, but you don't want him to go, get going. You know, Isaac Na- Nybar, he's, Nybar, yeah. he just, just had a monster dunk yeah. on, I won't say his name at Bank, but um, I, it, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the Patriots dynasty right now. <laughs> Canyon, and I just, I just kind of can't go against them. You know, Tiger Cup's good. I get that, but I mean, I think Shepard's going to have to go for twenty-five. Mm-hmm. You know, Tiger's going to have to go for like twenty. Rawson's going to have to have like fifteen. Reese Dent's going to have to have like twenty. Like the big ask, right? It's hard. Yeah. Hard. Let's pass to the other side, you guys. You got. Uh, let's go. Let's look down below. I, I love this part of the the bracket. Uh, you got obviously Harriman taking on Skyridge. Uh, we've talked a lot about Harriman this year. Uh, they came to me at the beginning of the season and said, "You need to put us in the conversation because we have guys." Uh, they do have guys. They got a lot of good players. Obviously, you got Ike Palmer. You got Barclay. You got uh, the Tuler kid. You've got obviously Carlo at the point. Harriman or uh, Skyridge presents some problems though. You don't met, you you mess around with Jordan Kohler. He's going to put twenty eight on you and he's going to send you packing. That bracket also has Fremont and Davis. Uh, Adam, I know you're a big on Davis this entire season. Talk about those two matchups, Harriman, Skyridge, Fremont, Davis, and how you see those two play out. Does Harriman get out of yeah. that? I mean, I, I, think, it's, I think it's probably, um, again, like it's I, – I, 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 I would call it chalk. So I think Harriman's going to beat Skyridge. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I've only seen Fremont play a couple times. I've seen Davis play quite a few times as well. Um, I think Davis has has enough. Um, I really love how they shoot it. How I mean, they're they're just they're coached from you know seventh grade, and you know they they run. That's the same stuff. So by the time they get to become you know freshman, sophomore, junior, seniors, and they they don't understand the system. Um, and so I think Davis is gonna is gonna play Harriman. Um, <laughs> But of course, you know, Skyridge and Fremont, they've, they've got dudes who can go out and, and they'll give you buckets. And if you're not careful or if you get caught on a, on a tough shooting night, um, but, you know, the Davis crowd's always great. The Harriman crowd is great. Um, those are home games again. You probably heard me say this a lot, but I'm, I, I really track the emotional nature, even in the NBA, even in college. These are elite athletes who get impacted by, being in a different environment, um, you know, seeing the basket a little bit differently. And it just takes that little tiny bit um, to, to give that advantage. So I, I tend to skew a little bit more towards the home team um, in some of these games. So I'm going to go uh, Harriman and Davis. Uh, Hector, your thoughts? I, I think 6A and 5A are different where, like, you don't have teams traveling, like, 
three hours to right. go. <laughs> I mean, Davis is going to go down the street, uh, yeah. you know, if they had to Fremont, Fremont's really close. I, I think Davis wins, you know, Hunter Hansen had a phenomenal high school career. Mm -hmm. uh, and he used to stay healthy and, you know, he's going to be over at Weber State eventually. Um, you know, Coleman Atwater's playing at a really good level. Um, you know, Zach Fisher, I, I think there's still some more. Uh, Who's the point guard? What's his name, though? Um, Ike Fisher. Davis. Fisher. Ike Morgan. Or Ike Morgan, Ike yeah, Morgan, sorry, yeah. Morgan is, is tough he's as good. nails, that kid. And he's played he's, really well down the stretch. Played He's played really, really well. He plays well in close games. Um, yeah, I wanted to give him a shout-out. I've watched him play a couple times. I apologize for – I almost called him Ike Palmer, and I'm like, that's not it. And then I was just talking about Morgan, and I'm like, is it Morgan? But, yeah, he is – he he's a tough kid. I like how he plays a lot. Hector, talk about what do you what do you need to see from Zach Fisher um, for Davis to get by a potential matchup with Harriman? I'm huge. I, I'm I'm a big I'm a big Zach Fisher guy. I love the way he plays. I love the way he played all summer. I've seen him a couple of games this year where he was like against Leighton, where he was just going crazy in the first half, and then in the second half at Leighton. If Coleman Atwater didn't come alive, that game would have got out of hand quick. Uh, what do you need to – I mean, obviously, Zach has the talent to be one of the best players, if not the best player on the floor. What do you need to see from him uh, as they try and make a deep run here? I think he needs to just make quicker moves. Hmm. Like when he touches the ball, sometimes he's surveying what's going on. If, like, he catches it on the post, if he turns and faces and jabs and goes hmm. or, you know, rip and go – um, it's kind of like when he was playing club for Utah Gold. It was a different player on Utah Gold than he was at, at the high school. But, you know, they have Easton Ralphs now down there as a big, so he doesn't have to play yeah. that position. And he needs to go hunt for the ball. Yeah. Like, you know, Col I think Coleman does a really good job staying kind of close to the ball. Um, and he's never met a shot either, I'm like. <laughs> but the thing is that Coleman stays in the line of vision of that that player who has the ball mm -hmm. and that's what he gets a lot you know if if zach is constantly moving i mean he could have a really big game i, I just i don't know if they have enough to beat harriman i think harriman's gonna cruise against skyridge mm -hmm. you know um malcolm johnson for, uh, he was living in the weight room that kid is huge now um you know barclay is a really good kind of hybrid shooter yeah. in, in the post kind of a kid and you know, Carlo Mulford's doing a really good job of, of getting his team into the offense and scoring. You got Ike Palmer, who's just a big guard. I think it's they're, they're too big and too skilled for Davis, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think Harriman advances. But Davis is good. They have a shot, just like any other team does. But um, I, I think the culture is changing in Harriman. For so many years, they've had some talent. And they just could never get past the the hump, uh, you know. Coach Doug Doug Meekum over there has done a fantastic job, and and uh, you know this this senior group over at Harriman, they've been good since they were freshmen, just not good enough. Uh, I I think they're good enough to be in the final four. I love it, and I you know obviously when I speak of Zach, I I see the talent that he has. If he puts together four quarter game with what Coleman brings. They're capable of sending Harriman home. Just put everybody right. on notice there. Zach's super talented. I love the way he plays. Looking at the top half of that, we'll, we'll assume that Harriman gets out of there. 
Obviously, you've got a, a Lone Peak versus Riverton matchup, followed by a potential, if everything goes the way it should, a Lehigh Lone Peak matchup. Obviously, Cooper Lewis has been going crazy uh, this entire season, big game after big game. Uh, ironically, the one game I got to go see in person, he had like 10 points at Davis, right? And they still won, but I was looking for the show and, you know, got the, got the, uh, uh, just the just the warm up to that, but talk about that region. Lone Peak and Riverton. Obviously, Riverton is going to have the home court advantage. There. Riverton obviously got off to a great start earlier in the season. Uh, kind of struggled against the the good teams, the upper echelon teams. How do you guys seeing that Lone Peak Riverton followed by whoever wins that taking on Lehigh uh, in that quarterfinal round? Adam, let's start with yeah. you. I've got Lone Peak uh, coming out. I mean, they're. Maybe a little bit similar to uh, Springville over in 5A. They've kind of been a team that sort of has a talent, and they'll they'll rise and they'll fall. And um, you know, I think they've 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 lost some games that, and they've got blown out of some games quite candidly. Um, but you know, they've they've certainly got they've got the talent. Um, Riverton has, like you, they you know they I. Who's the guy? Evan Barrett. Um, Barrett I've watched yeah. him play a couple times. You know, they've got some they've got some guard play. Um, I think I think either one of those teams is playing for me personally to uh, to be able to make the quarterfinals and and I got Lehigh coming out of that with um, you know probably I don't want to say it's not easy nothing's ever easy I don't mean it like that I just mean compared to you know say Layton or <laughs> Corner Canyon's path it's a little bit easier um, but of course Riverton and Lone Peak have beaten some teams. Lehigh has been in some games. Heck, you know, if you look at like, uh, let's say Westlake gets through and they play Lehigh, you know, a team like Westlake is gonna is gonna give Lehigh all they can, all they want, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't mean to say it like, oh, this, you know, they don't even have to show up. Like, of course they got to show up. But my, I would, I've had Lehigh coming out and beating Lone Peak um, in uh, in that quarterfinal. Hector, you're a big Chamberlain Burgess guy, as I am. Talk about Chamberlain, what he's been doing down the stretch here, coming off a couple of big games down the stretch. Uh, what problems does he pose for Riverton, obviously? Uh, you know, Lumpy's got a lot of talent. you got Kramer, you got uh, Taylor over there shooting the rock, uh, obviously Chamberlain. But just talk about that Lone Peak team. Do they have what it takes to maybe pull the upset and go on a little run here, maybe even get by Lee? 100%. I, I don't think Lone Peak has been full, fully healthy um, enough games in a row. I think Ike Staley is finally starting to get kind of healthy. Uh, I was kind of like he's soft. But, um, you know, Riverton has a big um, Christian um, Henninger. Seven-footer. Seven-footer. There's no way he can run with Chamberlain. I just – I don't – I mean, Ben Barris might have to guard him or Zach Edwards. you know, I love my guy Kane Allred over at Riverton, but I, I just see Lone Peak kind of moving on. Um, and I'm going to kind of go against mm. everybody in this maybe, and, and, and I'm going to take Lone Peak over Lehigh. I think um, Ike Staley is going to shoot the lights out, and Cooper Lewis is going to shoot the lights out. I think Easton Hawkins is going to be fantastic. <laughs> That'd be probably the best game of the tournament. Um but I just want to see Tom Kramer chase Cooper Lewis around. He's got the height. He's got the speed. I know he plays soccer, and he just he just 
don't let him get open. And I'm curious who will step up besides Easton Hawkins on that Lehigh team. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Lone Peak has Taylor that can shoot it and they could go to Burgess. Um, and they got a few other guys um, that they can go to on that bench. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Lone Peak coming out of there. Um, that's that's kind of my hot what? take. I can't say yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that a lot. Get, can I just say, can I take a minute, by the way, an yeah. hour into this, yeah. and make another comment, Hector? Your knowledge of these players is, and and I don't mean this like it's 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 crazy how, how much you can tell. Like you study and you you know you care about this. Um, and I just want to I just want to say like I really appreciate you for like everything that you do for the Utah basketball community. Just as you're talking, I'm like. Man, that is a vault of information that just like comes out of of your mouth. It's it's crazy. So I really I really appreciate that. I know I know you put a lot of time into it. Um, you know I know you. So just thanks for uh, for all you do, man. It's awesome. Everyone go subscribe over at uh, prep, prep hoops baby. and prep prep prep, prep, prep uh, girls hoops and prep hoops yep. oh, I love it. Hey, as, as we wrap up six eight here, Adam, give me your final four. Give me your championship. Who's cutting down the nets in 6A? I got Harriman. I got Lehigh. I got Harriman beating Lehigh. I got Layton in a close game over my guys at Weber. I had that as a toss-up. And then Corner Canyon beating Harriman in the championship. That's what what I got. Hector, what do you got? I got got Corner Canyon – Smacking PG by 38. <laughs> PG will set a state record for 65 three-point attempts. <laughs> um, I think Corner Canyon figures out a way to get by American mm. Fork. I think uh, Lone Peak will beat Lehigh. Um, I have Harriman coming out, and I have a Harriman Corner Canyon final. Um, I think Corner Canyon wins again um and they're gonna be good again next year yeah. sorry to say guys they got some dudes i mean if you haven't seen diesel dart play that kid is good uh they got mo brown freshman kid he's good too like they're <laughs> like two or three guys will move into the area <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be, someone's basement be empty and they're Hey, just so you guys know, I have plenty of room over here in Woods Cross. I have got got a whole basement. We got a pool. Like we we're good. We we'll take we'll take hey, some bigs for next year. By the way, though, on that I was looking this up on on Pleasant Grove. <laughs> While their their record isn't great, they lost by two at Lone Peak, six against American Fork, three against Westlake. They beat Sky Ridge, and they lost to Lehigh by five. So that so I, I mean, saying, we, you're saying I'm just saying I don't think. They're losing by no twenty-eight points. Actually. That's what I'm trying said. to say. Thirty-eight. They ain't losing. I don't think they're losing by thirty-eight. Um, Terrell's anyway. gonna have eighteen dunks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me give you mine. I got I got corner. I got Layton. I got Lehigh. I've got Harriman. I've got Corner Canyon taking on Lehigh. Uh, I just love what Lewis is doing. I think that Hawkins uh, has been playing really really well for them. Uh, he's going to have some big games in this tournament. I, how do you? I mean, how do you bet against Corner Canyon right now? Right, it's the Brody Kozlowski and and everybody else. He's that good. He's big time. Um, I love what he does. He can go inside. He can go outside. 
Durrell obviously can, you know, he's playing his role, uh, would be the star player, obviously, on pretty much any other team that he's rolling with. Uh, Bendinger, I love his journey this year. There was times when he was uh, not starting, when he was having, you know, uh, problems and really wasn't into it. Uh, I know Noah, he's a great kid, and I'm so happy to see what he's doing and, and how he's come on late. He just adds a different element. You got him out there shooting threes. You got Nywar getting to the rack. Uh, you got Brighton running the point, and bro, I mean, you can go. I mean, we're not talking about Taylor Farrell and come in there and light you up too. So, I mean, you know, and all these other guys that are on there, but uh, huge, huge, uh, huge opportunity for some teams to make some noise. Obviously, we're just going with our gut. Doesn't mean we don't like you guys. We're gonna miss. Doesn't mean we're uh, trying miss, to offend We're gonna you. miss so much. It happens oh, all the time, right? Like, one hundred percent. Someone's gonna go like, like, like the wings cats, uh, the wing lions rather. I had them as my dark horse, guys. I had you in my two-way dark horse to make the a run and roll the ball. Disappointed. You disappointed me. I, I bet on you and. Um, and ALA. I clearly, my two-way basketball knowledge no. is nowhere near what Hector's is. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree, right? This is just, it's something to talk about. Um, and that's why they play the game, right? They're going to roll the ball out. They're going to go play it. And it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I'll give you let's, guys. Uh, take, let's take two seconds real quick, you guys. Hector, tell us where we can find your content. Where do people go to subscribe? Before I say that, I'll, I'll give you two sleeper teams, 5A and 6A, that can wreck your bracket. Bingham and West Jordan. Mm, West West Jordan. They, they, I've I've been to their practice. Undefeated in region. I mean, the the region's weak. It yeah. is what it is, but they play hard. They can get you. And then Bingham, same thing. They practice. They play hard, and they can get you too. Um, you know, I'm over at Prep Hoops um, on the boys' side, and I'm also I just started that girls the girls page, um, you know, maybe AJ or, or Adam um, could jump on and talk about the girls bracket if you guys want shoot tomorrow uh, <laughs> before it gets started. Uh, no, no, I just got to jump. I cannot. Myself, huh? I cannot do that. Um, <laughs> I might have to pass on that one as well later, my guy. Not, not because I don't love women's basketball, because I don't barely have time for Here's got for the boys basketball and my son plays and I host a podcast about it. So I can't even imagine. But here's the thing that I want most people to know is that um, the level of Utah basketball in the state is at an all time high. And even when I go to the young blood league and see the younger kids play, like it's different. Mm. And so, you know, these guys like, you know, the Brodies, the Jacksons, the Drisdoms, um, People are watching them play, these younger kids, and they're elevating their game. Um, I was at a Lone Peak game, and, you know, they sign autographs after games. And there was probably like 100 kids just, you know. So, um, you know, there's a platform. Um, um, for people to subscribe and, you know, check out the content. I try to do my homework. I can't get to everybody I try. Um, but if I'm if I'm at a game, I'm probably watching another game at the same time. I, I try my best, but um, but yeah, that's where I'm at. Adam, tell us about the podcast. Where can they find you? Yeah, so I'm I'm, uh, I'm just interviewing people because I have a podcast studio in my house. Uh, so you can uh, you can go on Apple or Spotify and find the Utah High School Hoops podcast. Uh, it's on Twitter. Sometimes I put them out here on Instagram. 
Um, I get to interview super cool people from uh, across the state and even, you know, college coaches who have been recruiting the state. Um, so I've, uh, for, you know, I got, I got to talk to the assistant coach from Grinnell College. If you don't know about Grinnell College, they uh, go watch Pleasant Grove play. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's just a fun time. It's a fun time to be able to talk about basketball, kind of create some long-form content so you can go check it out at the, uh, the Utah High School Hoops podcast. And any coaches, high school coaches, you want to come on and talk about your team, um, that's going to be uh, – it's, it, it's fun. I really enjoy it. And I've done 350 interviews across the world in my life uh, through my, my full-time job. So um, don't be afraid. I got you. We'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a great time. I love it. Guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Obviously, you know where you can find me um, every day pretty much on instagram that's where we live uh, appreciate you guys obviously a lot can change between now and next sunday so might we might have to run this back next sunday break down uh, what the what the end game looks like for all these teams uh, but we certainly appreciate your time adam peak obviously hector marquez uh, you can find adam uh, his podcast is fantastic go check him out and obviously hector does a great job with prep hoops uh, both on the boys and the girls side you can subscribe and get all that content there so guys thank you so much we appreciate you joining us it's going to be a fun week i know where i'll be tomorrow night i'm super excited uh and we will uh we'll catch up with you guys later this week but you can uh just just follow along it's going to be buckle up it's going to be a fun one guys thank you so much we appreciate it go nuggets, nuggets. <laughs> big nuggets there <laughs> That's all uh, we have for Monday Night Ballers. We appreciate you guys. Good luck to all the coaches. Good luck to all the players out there. Until you get to your game, I want you to level up. Make sure you're opening the door, saying thank you, uh, and appreciate this journey that you're on because there's a lot of things that we can do to be better in this world, and that's what we should be doing. So have a great day tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow night if you guys are hooping, and then we'll catch up with you throughout the week. Scoreboard tomorrow night. We'll see you. Thanks, guys.